at the core of our life experience, if you will, is are the stories we tell ourselves about ourselves, about who, what, where we're going, what we can become, about other people, about whether life is meaningful or meaningless. Welcome to the Habits to Goals podcast with Martin Grunberg. Are you ready to achieve goals faster and more consistently than ever before? You need the habit factor. You're listening to Habits to Goals, the podcast that helps you create the habits that lead to success. And here is Martin Grunberg. Alrighty, here we go. Welcome back. Thank you very much for joining me. My name is Martin Grunberg. You have reached Habits to Goals, H2G. We're doing it again, another mind bullet for this Monday. I believe if everything shakes out appropriately, this will be episode three, season 10. Again, as new people pilot, we have to reset. So you old timers appreciate your patience as we do that on occasion. Having said that, (laughs) this is one of the occasions. I have, we have established eight tenets, principles for season 10. And what's crazy is uh, basically we probably offended a few people, but that wasn't the intent, but uh, unintended consequences, if you will. So how did we offend people? Basically, I was saying a few episodes ago, please unsubscribe. (laughs) Please leave if you are not committed to habit tracking. I've written 900 pages, studied this for 20 years, personal development. And the one thing I can tell you, priests, monks, and Ben Franklin do, is they habit track. It's really the only way we can align our intention with our behavior. And now some people are like, well, it's not the only way. I can, I don't have to habit track. I can just keep some sort of tally. Basically, that's habit tracking. You're, you're tallying, you're, you're accounting for it, your behaviors. And what I'm getting at is when we start small, the, you know, the old Lao Tzu or Lao Tzu. The longest journey begins with a single step. We're dealing with an illusory world. There are so many invisible forces of which habit really is one in many ways. We can't see it and then we end up seeing it with our results by our behaviors, which are obviously visible. But habit as a force as this force that creates patterns and rhythms from energy is invisible as well. And then we see it when energy takes form of a sound wave. Actually, you probably don't see that. Or an ocean wave. Or we see the rhythms in the seasons. So back back to the eight tenets. Here we go. Success is creating your ideal future. I'm not going to spend, by the way, episode one, I was entirely devoted to this. I'm just going to run through them. 
creating your ideal future, which means you have a target, you have an ideal. Yes, it shifts over time. That is what puts your present in place. If I'm aiming, if I have an arrow and a bow and I'm aiming at a target, my actions pulling back the bow, aiming puts my present in place. So creating your ideal future, I used to teach a course on this and it was funny because their definition of success was creating your future. And the problem with that is you could live in a garbage can and you'd be creating your future. All we had to do was add one word, creating your ideal future. Tenant number two, I will keep a hero's mindset. This comes out of the new book. That just means hopeful, empowered, responsible, and optimistic. No matter how logical the game, you're going to show up with hope. Any journey, any journeyman, any adventurer is going to show up with hope. So hope is a requirement. Empowered just means you have capability and some confidence. Responsible means nobody's going to do your push-ups for you. And optimistic means today didn't go so well, tomorrow's going to be better. So the hero mindset. The third one is I will pay attention and be aware slash notice the thoughts, the stories that I'm creating and how they affect my actions and behaviors. The fourth one is I will intentionally cultivate the habits that support my goals and ideals. And this is where I I piss people off. To do this, I will begin habit tracking at least one habit for 28 days. And then I say, do not pass go. A lot of people like to read books, they like to listen to books, they like to listen to podcasts, they love to consume ideas, and they don't do anything with them. What I'm trying to say here is, it's not not about the podcast, it's about doing, enacting this process, PAR, plan, act, record, reassess. All right, that brings us to five Tenant number five, I will take care of those things that I do control. It's really this appreciation. I do control my thinking most of the time. I do control my emotions most of the time. I do control my behaviors most of the time. Does this take work? Absolutely. That's what emotional maturity is. Some people have zero control over their emotions. That's the opposite of emotional maturity. Uh, that's, that's what a four-year-old is. All right. Six, I will recognize and appreciate what is out of my control, thus not waste time or energy. Seven, my energy is the most precious thing I possess. Without it, I am nothing. Thus, health is the first wealth. And then the eighth is The greatest success culminates with peace of mind and harmony, which is fascinating. I didn't talk about this last time, but really what 
what so many people struggle with these days in particular is this idea of concentration. ADD, ADHD, and and so concentration and harmony are so tightly interwoven. Think about it when you're when you have peace of mind, you can concentrate better. However, you just watch the news or you just watched a Twitter war or something on social media and you're all fragmented, you have zero peace of mind, you have zero ability to concentrate. That is also a great example of the three circles of behavior echo system, how the environment influences our feelings, our behaviors, etc. So there is, there are, I should say, the eight tenants. And now it's time for the show. Woohoo! So today I want to get into, I guess that's a great segue. There's three circles of behavior ecosystem. This is a behavior model that has emanated, if you will, from this third book, even though its genesis was in the pressure paradox. What am I talking about? It's this simple model that says at the core, at the core of our life experience, if you will, is are the stories we tell ourselves about ourselves, about who, what, where, we're going, what we can become, about other people, about whether life is meaningful or meaningless. All right, a very quick timeout. Just want to share with you, thanks to our great sponsor, audible.com, audibletrial.com. In fact, if you go to audibletrial.com forward slash habits to goals, the habit factor will be free, as is your first 30 days. Audibletrial.com forward slash habits to goals. I also want to share with you, very excited about the new book. It is a prequel. So a lot of people are asking, do I need to read the habit factor or the pressure paradox first? The answer is absolutely not. Everything is a freaking story. We're keeping it clean here. Everything is a freaking story. You can find it on Amazon. It is not only a prequel, but it's extremely comprehensive, and it provides you a beautiful roadmap, a new behavior model called the Three Circles of Behavior Echo System. There's a reason we say things like, I like the vibe here. I like his vibe. I like her vibe. That resonates with me. Never before has there been a behavior model representing or representative, I should say, how our behaviors are influenced in this ecosystem. So check it out. Everythingastory.com or just go to Amazon and Google or search, excuse me, everything is a effing story. Pardon the language. There's a story there. All right, back to the episode. See ya.
And then I'm going to go from the inner, so it's three concentric circles, and I'm going to jump to the outer one. The outer one is the environment. And the reason I'm jumping out, and let me explain the environment, the environment is everything that has some sensory input. So it can be your office space, it could be your friends, it can be your spouse, it's even your body. And that's a bit of a nuanced explanation I'll get to later. So it's the sensory inputs and it's also the things we produce. If I write a book, uh, the book's published, it's sitting on my desk, here it is, it's in my environment, I'm holding it in my hand. So the environment influences us and we have the ability to influence the environment. Now the reason I went from stories, the foremost inner circle, to the environment, the outer circle, is because the middle concentric circle is our behaviors, habits, and skills. What that means simply is that our stories, our thinking, and our environment bookend our behaviors, habits, and skills. So if I'm trying to learn how to play piano, which is develop the habit and skill of piano playing, what do I need in my environment? A teacher, a piano, lessons, right? What sort of story do I need? Well, the the checklist that I love to share, which is a bit cheesy, is the hero's mindset. I talked about it earlier. I need to believe, basically, I need to believe that I can do it. I can play piano. I need to be hopeful. I need to be empowered. I mean, uh, capable and confident. I need to be responsible. Nobody's going to learn the keys or how to play for me. It's my responsibility, and I need to be optimistic. Today I sucked. Tomorrow I'm going to be better. The beauty is that checklist, that cheesy checklist, applies to every freaking goal. <laughs> doesn't matter. It's a basic. So when you hear uh, some debilitating story rattling around in your head, it's time for a checkup and say, hey, does this match the hero's checklist? Is this hopeful, optimistic, or uh, empowering, responsible, optimistic? If it's not, create a new story. Find one that is. So today I want to get into this uh, bit of epiphany that did not make it into the book. But, I mean, the, <laughs> the book's already like 325 pages. So I have a series of examples about this ecosystem, how crucial it is, how the environment and our stories influence and shape our habits, behaviors, and skills. And then I can't recall the conversation, but it hit me that the military is the perfect and by perfect, I mean perfect example of the three circles of behavior, ecosystem, and action. So what do I mean by that? Well, again, it's really visual, so I wish you could see it. But let's go to the center core, the stories. What do we do for our soldiers, our great soldiers, our servicemen and women? We give them a story about who they are, what they are becoming, where they're going, where their default emotional disposition is, 
right? Vigilant. And then, and then why? We give them the why. Like, like, and by we, I mean the military does. They give them the why. It's service. They would give them all these values, honor, integrity, service. So, so soldier comes in, maybe they're lost in life. Well, bam, instantly they have this core filled out for them. Who they are, what they're becoming, where they're going, and why they're doing it. Beautiful. Unbelievable. Now, let's jump out to the outer circle, the environment. They are surrounded by regiment, by routine, by soldiers. Everything that exemplifies this story, they are surrounded by. And then... It's incredible. Now we, now all we got to do is make them soldiers. We've given them the story. We've surrounded them in the environment. How do we make them a soldier? We literally drill. They're called drill sergeants. We drill the habits and the skills into the soldier. And that is the perfect example of the three circles of behavior ecosystem in action. It's the military. Now, it works for probably 90% of people. What happens? 10% of them are like, I don't like this story, or I don't like this environment, and they check out. But for a lot of people, and the whole point of producing this behavior model is to demonstrate that for personal transformation and goal achievement, and I'm not saying like my goal is to fly to Maui, you buy a ticket for that. Personal transformation, long-term goal achievement. I want to run, you know, uh, under a seven-minute mile or something, right? That's going to take what? It's going to take a can-do attitude, the right story. It's going to take the right environment, and then you're going to have to drill those habits and skills. And so this is precisely what the military does. They literally call it a drill sergeant. And they, <laughs> they hammer routine. What's a routine? It's a series of habits. So they're up at the crack of dawn. They're running. They're doing push-ups. They eat at a certain time. They sleep at a certain time. And it's just over and over and over. And so the military, what, what I do typically with any theory is you're, you're always looking to break it first. Like, where does it not fit? I'm looking to break it. So anyways, after teaching this now for two years, it's been out, it's been out for, in some ways, if you go back to the pressure paradox over five years, uh, endless presentations and discussions I'm still inviting somebody to break this. Uh, the idea is the simpler the behavior model, the simpler the behavior model, the more approachable and easier it is for somebody to implement. If you look at behavior models today, sadly, three circles aside, sadly, they're incredibly confusing. They're designed for doctors of, uh, you know, psychiatrists and psychologists. The problem is that's, 
These aren't the people that need the behavior models. The people who need behavior models are the person who are like, they buy a book about goal achievement, and they're like, I want to know how to achieve a goal. This is as simple as it gets. And that's Einstein's, um, one of his tenets, basically. Everything must be made as simple as possible, but not simpler. So we've tried to do this with the three circles, and I think we've captured the essence of that. We have the environment, we have our stories, those influence. Our transformation is actuated by our behaviors, habits, and skills. Though That is bookended by our stories, our thinking, and our environment. Now, yes, emotions and feelings are very important and... Over a long period of time, they aren't. Over five years, how sad I am today doesn't really matter. Unless I do something drastic. So feelings and emotions are incredibly important. They can change our life by influencing a drastic behavior in any given moment. But over five years or three years, or two years as we pursue a goal, knowing that our feelings and our emotions are ephemeral and they're going to change, what I'm getting at is in this model, feelings and emotions are minimized, and they should be. They are conduits between each circle. And each circle is a major component. So, we've hammered the three circles. It's really a visual graphic. I can only recommend you buy Everything is a Freaking Story. You can find that on Amazon. Just search under my name. Uh, you probably even search The Habit Factor. I think Amazon's still cashing it in their system. Everything is a effing story. And there is a story behind that. So apologies if the language offends you. All right, my friends, there you go. I just wanted to, I thought it was such, we're, we're writing a blog post about this too. It's such an excellent example of the three circles of behavior ecosystem in action. Quick note, some people are like, why is it not an echo chamber? An echo chamber is a singular, singular, uh, I want to say singular device, but, but what we're talking about is a system of integrated components, thinking, behaviors, and environment. So it's an echo system, not an ecosystem, an echo. It re reverberates. Never before has a behavior model ever had story as thought, which is significant, and and represented our our behaviors in an echo system. There's a reason people say things like, I dig his vibe, I like her vibe, I don't like the vibe in this room, right? Or or that resonated with me. And we could go on and on and on. The truth is our feelings, our thinking, our behaviors, these all vibrate. So I think it was, and this is irony, sort of, on the cover of The Pressure Paradox, 
I have Nikolai Tesla's great quote. If you want to find the secrets of the universe, think in terms of frequency, think in terms of energy, frequency, and vibration. I'm doing that off the top of my head. I'm looking for the for the book around here in the studio. If you want to find the secrets of the universe, this is Nikolai Tesla, think in terms of energy, frequency, and vibration. And what's insane to me is the three circles wasn't it 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 germinated it it it, the seed was right there in the pressure paradox but it really didn't come to life until the next book but that is an example of vibration and that is a, (laughs) a great secret of the universe why we do what we do when we do it and when we understand this echo system and we understand we must have alignment. This is all explained in the new book. Everything is a freaking story. You have alignment from your stories to your habits and skills and your environment. You are, you are going to reach and achieve your personal transformation. The key is the alignment. Now, where people struggle is they're like they have the habits and skills they may even have a supportive environment, but their story is out of kilter and they can't, they're not aware of it. A lot of times it's an unconscious story. So the, the woman who wants her business to blow up, that's her stated goal. And she's an entrepreneur, but she, she unconsciously has a story that's buried that says if she, if she blows up the business, meaning grows it to a certain point, she's going to have less time with her kids. So she's sitting there wondering, why have I been struggling with growing my business? So it's get, it's getting all these components aligned, the story, the habits and skills in the environment. You could flip the script there, pardon the pun. You could want to be a world-class traveling speaker, and you have the story, it's supportive, <clears throat> excuse me, you have the habits and skills, but you're in prison. So the environment is not conducive. You will not be a world-class traveling speaker until you get out of prison. So the point is, once again, we must have all three components in this ecosystem aligned. And that is your checklist. The easiest way to do this is to, (laughs) I don't know, the Kindle's 13 bucks. Spend $13 and get the book. Everything is a freaking story. All right, my friends, I'm checking out. Love your show. I'm going to end with this thought. It keeps coming up. Do I have to buy... Actually, my screen's doing some. Do do? Can I start with this book? Everything is a freaking story. And the answer is yes. It's a... It's a prequel. You do not have to read The Habit Factor first or The Pressure Paradox. In fact, this book, everything, is the first book you, one, should be reading. All right, now we're done. Thank you. See ya. All right, my friends, that is going to do it for this episode. If you are new here, there's only two two things you should consider doing. One, go to thehabitfactor.com forward slash templates. Get your free template. That will walk you through the PAR method. You are not a rodent. You are not a rat. Why do I say that? Because the habit loop, the famed habit loop, 
was devised by studying rodents. You're a human. You have choice. You have intention. You have reflection. PAR, as a methodology for habit cultivation, is a process that leverages your human capacities. So, go to thehabitfactor.com forward slash templates and you get a free template. Or just go to the iOS or Google Play Store and you can download the free Habit Factor app. The other thing that is worth doing, in my humble opinion, is subscribing. Subscribe, you get each episode downloaded automatically. That will save you time. It will, <laughs> it will save me time. We'll be on the same page, my friend. So that's it. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for subscribing. And make sure you begin tracking. See ya.